Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I'm chatting with Colleen Biggs. Colleen is the co-founder of Lead Up for Women and can be found online at leadupforwomen.com. Colleen, welcome to the Future of Influence. Hi, thank you, Sandy. It's so nice to be here. I've enjoyed our little pre-chat, and I'm really excited to hear more about what you're doing at Lead Up for Women. You're helping women, but which women, and what are you helping them do? I appreciate that question. Thank you. And I, I get that a lot, you know, because you could really interpret Lead Up for Women in so many different ways. And and I'll tell you, Sandy, it really happened from coming from corporate America. I was there for 30 years. I'm a corporate America dropout, uh, as I'd like to say. And uh, I recognize a need for women to step into the spotlight, uh, stay in the spotlight, and expand their influence. And I learned that early on in my career with when I would step into the spotlight and put the spotlight on me uh, individually, that would always help with my promotions and let them know and speak up and let them know where I wanted to go with my career. But you know, in corporate America, there's no I in team. So you're not really supposed to do that often. So many women get overlooked. So I originally started this um, organization for women to collaborate without judgment. That's another thing that exists in corporate America. A lot of you know, competition. And I wanted to create a safe space for women to be able to um, speak up, to talk about what it is that they need um, and help them really negotiate their their way in corporate America. But then I quickly caught the eye of entrepreneurs. So I've built all of these platforms within Lead Up for Women so that women can be seen and be heard and not be overlooked. And that's how they attract their clients versus going fishing for their clients. So tell us a little bit about what it means to step up, you know, step into the spotlight. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that. Um, Stepping into the spotlight is about not being afraid to uh, publish an article for our magazine and being in that spotlight and telling your story and giving your business experience and your business advice. It's about stepping into the spotlight on a Member Monday Spotlight, where I interview you for 15 minutes to talk about something that you're working on that you want to promote in your business. It's about teaching a 45-minute workshop so that you can be the expert in that 45 minutes and the community uh, can be a consumer of, of your products. Uh, it really, in everything we do, stepping in the spotlight on the um, on the podcast and being interviewed, I help women not only stay there, share their message, uh, be comfortable and safe while doing it, but also I think another important piece is providing them credibility for those that maybe need that additional credibility out in the world of entrepreneurship. Okay, so you gave us two pieces. You said step into the spotlight, and then you said to stay in the spotlight. Do when we step up, do we tend to step <laughs> back? Do we not step up because we don't want to stay there? I'm not sure yeah. um, the the connection there. You know, how I'm that glad that 
Yeah, I'm glad that you asked that because, you know, as the name of your podcast, The Future of Influence, if we want to make an impact, an infinite impact and the influence on women in business, women as entrepreneurs, we must step up. We've relied on women in history to do that for us. And we are going to be women in history at one point that are blazing those paths. So some women are a little shy in wanting to be in the spotlight um, and it's uncomfortable for them. So I help really create a safe space for when they are in the spotlight by maybe questions I ask them or how I interview them or really keeping the spotlight on them so that they can continue sharing about themselves and what it is that they do because it does get uncomfortable for some of us maybe that aren't used to being in the spotlight or feel that we don't deserve to be there. And that's a self-limiting belief. And I know a lot of women struggle with that. Like, oh, I'm not an expert in anything. There isn't possibly anything I could teach another woman. And what I want them to understand is you are a light leader in whatever it is that your niche is. So light that lamp, shine that lamp bright, which will show the way for other women and then teaching them how to light their lamps and keep them lit, you know, instead of stealing the oil from each other's lamps to keep it lit. So that's really what our responsibility is as women. And that's what I lead. So I hear what you're telling us. What I'm curious about is at Lead Up for Women, what are some of your top strategies for helping women do this to help them go through these steps to attain more influence for themselves in their business? I'm glad that you asked. Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Sandy. So um, I started, you know, with doing the radio show that we have that's now turned into a podcast. So um, I give them uh, an interview to be able to be on the podcast. And then we create that branded player for them to be able to use for credibility. Our other strategy is the magazine. Uh, We have a magazine that you can see behind me. I also have a copy here. Uh, We produce this magazine every other month. All of our members write the stories, so I give them guidelines on helping them um, publish themselves in the magazine, as well as sharing their voice and in their own voice. We do our Teaching Tuesday webinars and the workshops that each one of our members teach. We do the registrations. We provide all of uh, promoting them. So we're really a promotions company. We promote women on all of these platforms, just like the Thrive Thursday. We spotlight women to... Uh, that inspire us to thrive and put them in our blog section and promote them on social media. I know social media is so very oversaturated right now and women are struggling to be unique. They're struggling to have their voices be heard. So we create a lot of pathways for them to be able to do that that isn't necessarily just social media. That's why we use the magazine and the podcast and the workshops and the blog and so many other areas of our company to promote them Uh, So that the more women are seeing them, the more they're hearing them, the more they're hearing their message, the more that they see what problem they're solving, the more women are attracted to work with them. So you're doing a lot of work on the promotions. And what it also sounds like is you're helping the women learn by doing. Absolutely. Yep. So you're helping other people grow their business. First, you had to grow your business. I'm curious what that process was like for you. Maybe some of the challenges that you ran into or some of the uh, personal work you needed to do along the way. 
Yeah, it's um, it's no help to talk about the glory without the grit, right, of what's happened along the way, because that's how we learn. And one of the things that I did really, really well that I still continue to do is cultivate relationships. When I started this company, I was able to grow this community to 12,000 women very quickly because of my connections. I had made 15 years, 10 years, five years before that and continued cultivating. So it was very easy for me to start with a list of women, to invite women into the community and to ask them if they would invite other women into the community because they already trusted me. So building relationships and trusting other people um, and asking for people to assist you and open up the door, I would believe that would be the second one. As women, we tend to think we could do it all of ourselves, but if you don't ask, you don't get. And really, honestly, I built a, uh, a network of women around me, like I said, with cultivating the relationships because your network is your net worth. So I'll say that one more time. Your network is your net worth. So we need to make sure we're building a tribe of women around us, which is what I did. And I think the third strategy that I had to put in place quickly because I did make a lot of mistakes in this area was thinking I could do everything and I couldn't. So I had to get someone to help me with the radio show, with the podcast, with the magazine, uh, publishers and editors. And then I eventually got to the point where I needed an executive assistant because I was starting to to drown. And this happens to all of us when we're building a business. So identify what it is that you do really well. Identify the things that you maybe don't do really well, or is your number one thing that you wish you could just push off your plate and find a resource to do that. That's how we buy time. That's how we double our resources. So I've been able to create a second and third business under this umbrella by having those uh, resources and bringing on those people to assist me in building, uh, which gives me space from the business to be able to build additional businesses or revenue resources. Have you found that sharing these lessons from your challenges with with all of your women has helped them to perhaps avoid some of the obstacles you ran into or to grow their influence faster? Yes. The cultivating relationships one, follow up, follow through. We talk a lot about that. That's probably the number one thing to get people to know, like, and trust you. So that's been key. The second one really um, about showing up, right? I show up everywhere all the time and I don't need to show up perfect. I just show up. So it's just being in the spotlight and just showing up and saying yes to things that maybe it's a little uncomfortable, but we know we need to do it. And, and, and really the other piece is, you know, building that network of people around you because they do become your net worth and they're the ones that help open doors for you. The asking is a big one. Probably a lot of women are still struggling with that one. That one we're working on quite often, but if you don't ask, you don't get someone said that once. So I said, may I please use that often? And she said, sure. So if you don't ask, you don't get. And the worst thing anyone can say is no. Yeah. You've mentioned two things. You talked about how we can end up drowning and we need to Mm. buy time. You also talked about just showing up, showing up to lots of things, showing up imperfect. And yet that can also be something that can cause us to drown is saying yes to too many things. So what advice do you have for finding the right line there? Yeah. If you say yes to something, remember you're saying no to something else. 
So I was taught that very early on, even in my corporate world. If you're saying yes to an opportunity, you need to weigh what is currently on your plate because there is going to be something that you need to say no to that you're doing. So maybe it's a a project you need to be working on and then you've been asked to speak or be at a networking event. Is that project crucial that you get it done within that time? If so, then you need to say no to that possible event if you're not able to move that project to a different time or some, some other responsibility that you may have. So that's probably the number one is if you're going to say yes to something, remember you're saying no to something out and identify what that is. Yeah. That's a key I've heard before. You should say yes to something, you're saying no to something, but I love that you said identify what you're going to be saying no to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this influence that you have built, you, you built your current company on the influence that you had attained through the years before that. What are you doing with all of that influence now? How are you using it? I'm using it to help other women gain fuel um, to propel their businesses. So how I'm using it is for the women in my community to continue to grow their businesses, to uh, grow additional revenue streams, to attract more customers and everything I do, we measure back to, is this going to assist our members in stepping in the spotlight more to get more exposure? Is it helping them? I just started a compilation book not too long ago, another platform for women to become a published author if they haven't had the opportunity to do that yet at a very low cost buy-in because I've, you know, I've been an author of several books and I know how expensive it can be. And so many women want to be an author, but they can't afford it. So I'm using that influence to help women grow their businesses so that they have a really good baseline of revenue. And it's not just a hobby or a habit of something that they're doing, right? I want it to be a real revenue source for them and believe in them that they can do it for sure. And what plans do you have to grow your influence moving forward? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. So 2021 is all about growing our influence. So we've started two chapters, our Arizona chapter and our Illinois chapter. So we have two chapters starting uh, in two different states. We were we held off from doing it last year to this year. Uh, we also are getting on more podcasts like yours, Sandy. So not only inviting people onto our podcast, but also going onto other podcasts and sharing our message of Lead Up for Women, as well as speaking engagements. I have several uh, speaking engagements lined up weekly uh, that I show up to uh, spread the message about Lead Up for Women, to invite more women to the community so the women in the community um, can, can continue to grow and collaborate with more women. So you're growing your influence by doing what you told us at the beginning, you teach your women to do, which is to step mm-hmm. into the spotlight and stay there. Absolutely. Yes. I lead by example on everything that I teach, preach, and talk about. <laughs> so Colleen, where can we find you online? This is easy for everybody out there. So th- uh, your listeners can find us at lead up for women on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, uh, leadupforwomen.com, Facebook. We also have a Facebook community called the Lead Up For Women community. Uh, So we we invite everyone to follow us uh, to be motivated, inspired, and educated. 
Well, thank you, Colleen, for showing up here today and motivating and educating and inspiring us. I appreciate your time and your insights. Well, thank you, Sandy. It's been an honor to be here. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.